I'm going to crack open a beer. Well, I feel rude not having one now, so hang on a second. That's a bottle of Moretti, hands down. <laughs> it's a Do bottle of Moretti. I, I just know you too well, mate. This is the Two Men and Their Babies podcast, the show where two mates talk about becoming dads for the first time. This time around, we're talking about bath time, baby sleeping bags, and we've got a rare appearance from Beck. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Two Men and Their Babies podcast with me, Greg. And me, Aaron. With me, our first ever guest, mm. it's, it's Lily Parkin. That- and people are going to think that you superimposed that noise over the top. It was perfect timing. <laughs> no, she is, um, she is, well, she was meant to be sat next to me, good as gold, in her Moses basket. Um, hence my small, quiet voice. Um, but she's having none of that, so she needs to be out. That was, by the way, that's quite vocal, isn't it? Like, how old is she now? She is five weeks tomorrow. That's quite vocal, that. I don't think um, Ollie was making... I mean, obviously, they make noise, but that sounded like, you know, like the blah, blah, blah kind of talking. Nah, it's just whinge. It's just whinge, man. Was it more of a a cry? Yeah, it's just like, ah, get me out of here. But for the (laughs) most part, I cannot grumble. Um... She is absolute good as gold. Um, yeah, she's good as gold. That, that's what I'm going to stick with. We had a bit of a we had a, we had a, t- a turn last week where she had a bit of a bad belly, and right. um, because of her um, surgery, we sort of I would say we're overly cautious. Probably would well, that probably be the right term to use? Um, yeah, I mean that. Just like, that... That would be said about any new parent. And then with, with the addition of that on top, of course, you're going to be a little bit more. Yeah, uh, just because of that, like anything to do with that tummy, we're like, oh, well, let's just let's just keep a bit of a closer eye on that. Because, you know, obviously she had surgery five weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, and her body is a body was and still is insanely weak compared to a normal person that would yeah. have surgery. Exactly, yeah. Um, but she's she's absolutely fine. It lasted a couple of days. Um, thanks to um, Two Men and Their Babies podcast, highly recommended Infocol. Yep. She's, uh, she's settled quite nicely. And now that she is awake and not uh, even doing the pretending to do a sleep thing, I can turn off her Two Men and Their Babies recommended um, white noise machine... Billy the bunny or whatever I called him. Barry the bunny. <laughs> I think I actually named him Barry. I don't think yeah. you were overly enamored with it at the time. But, um, so on, well, on that note, um, the other drops that we've mentioned before, other than Infocol, which is the coal leaf drops, yeah. we've, uh, we've weaned her off those now. And oh, yeah. touch wood, she seems to be okay. I mean... She's still a refluxy, but it wasn't meant to stop that. But it was yeah. meant to stop the, you know, help help them break down the lactose and help them go to the toilet. Um, but yeah. 
she's not had a swollen belly or she's not struggled to go to the toilet since. And she's been off them over a week now, I'd say. So oh, that's um, good. It is massively good. The main reason it's good is because it means I'm not required to wake up in the night for every feed now. Because before I was having to to get a couple of spoonfuls of well, a spoonful of milk and put a couple of drops in it and and feed them to a mid mid feed. So I was having to wake up with every feed. But yeah, I'm, I'm not required to do that anymore. So yes, it is good. Well, we we also tried a third one, so there was well, not a third for us, it's a, it's a other for us. Um, but it were, I was sent to go get them in for call, and they didn't have any, but they had something similar, and I tried that. But the sheer amount that you had to give them, Infocol's like a little pipette full, and it's something like two and a half mil, if that. Yeah, that? I think I think it's about right. Yeah. Oh no, one drop full, half a mil, and the other one was about two and a half mil, which is quite a lot for a like. She doesn't want to have it anyway. I can't imagine it's particularly nice tasting. The Infocol or the... The uh, other one. Infocol, yeah. I've not tried it myself, but it just smells like lemons. Yeah, it's very, very citrusy, yeah. Have yeah, you tried... I, I might have a go. See, she's not, she wouldn't have had any cowpole yet because I think it's like six weeks or something before they can have cowpole. Um, I've not looked, but no, that, she hasn't. That is delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. It's really good. <laughs> I remember it from being a... A little and myself. They cut, they've got various flavours of it. Now, I can't remember it, and it's strawberry, the one we've got, but when they go for the first injections at six weeks, you're told yeah. to take um, some uh, cowpole with you, and as soon as... This is by the health visitor. As soon as... Literally, as soon as they have the injection, give them some cowpole straight away. Um, I think probably because... Uh, obviously because the flavour and stuff might distract him from the pain and then also the yeah kicks in is that is that literally it like oh she won't have had this flavour before so give her it and she's like oh my god it's sugar yeah well i mean it's a good idea the injections are for um the, the first so the six week injections give them a fever yeah one of them ones where you get a little bit of the thing you're vaccinating against yeah so the second lot of injections you don't give them cowpaw because they don't get a fever so it's based on the fact right. that they're going to get Got a you. fever so the, the paracetamol and the cowpaw helps keep the fever down but i think the reason she said take it with you because obviously it's not going to work instantaneously but i think i think what does work instantly is that that the shock of that flavor yeah yeah, um, yeah. absolutely So we looked into swimming lessons and oh yeah they're very expensive which which is fine cuz I I'm a big believer in you know children need to learn to swim it's a sort of a life skill that you don't lose but also obviously from a safety point of view you know if you if you have a, a toddler and she falls in the water or something like that yeah yeah but at this stage how much swimming do they actually do not much it's floating, it's been held and floated. And I think the main thing to do at this stage is obviously you don't want them to develop a fear of water later on because they've not been exposed to it. Yeah. Um, but for 16 quid an hour, which is the sort of average... Oh, my God. Are you kidding? No, no, I am kidding. Sorry, I said that wrong. 16 quid for half an hour. No. 
swimming lessons are about 13 to 16 quid for half an hour with oh. <laughs> with your big sort of main branded swimming lessons like water babies and things like that you're looking at about 16 pound for half an hour okay so in light of this information I am planning to move to Kazakhstan, which I believe is the world's largest landlocked country. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to go with which I believe has the cheapest baby swimming lessons. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, we'll just stay as far away from bodies of water as we can, because that is absolutely extortionate. Because I thought for a second there, if you were going to pull out some stat about Kazakhstan being like the lowest priced <laughs> Kids swimming lessons. I thought I was going to say bravo, sir, for actually doing some research for this pod. No, it was it was just a lampoon. Um, no, so what I was going to say I, was I can't the, believe that money. That is mental. Yeah, so they do like um, obviously any more than half an hour. The kid the kids would get sort of frustrated anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it's like yeah, it's like one hundred and sixty pound for a ten week term. And if you miss Jesus. A, a lot of them, if you miss a t- if you miss a, a class for some reason, you know, um, babies poorly two hours before the swimming lesson, or yeah, yeah, you, you know, anything like that, which is perfectly possible and plausible. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and they, but you don't get the money back then. You see, so then your <sighs> sixteen quid per lesson then goes up you know, to 18 quid a lesson because you've missed one out kind of thing. Oh, so it's like, it's, let's, let's yeah, it's not per lesson, it's for, it's the, for the term. term. Yeah, yeah, you're paying 160 oh, quid for the God. term, so if you that miss one out. awful. Yeah, so, so obviously I was thinking, right, well, I've taken her a couple of times um, to just a local swimming baths and just gone in with her myself because, it's all about, like I said before, it's just more about getting the confidence up and and her just thinking it's normal rather than taking her for swimming lessons in a year's time and her panicking because she's not yeah yeah all before. Um, but what I was going to talk to you about, what I want to tell you about, is something I've been doing in the bath with her, which is to get her used to being under the water without actually dunking her. Ooh. Yeah, so what? Because, I, think, I mean, I immediately went to dunking. I thought, well, what, it's going to have to just be dunking. You're going to have to be pulling her under the water. What have you done? Well, you apparently have to be really careful with that because if they do sort of take in water and get panicked, and yeah. you, might, you might end up putting them off water and swimming, basically. Yeah, absolutely. So, what I've been doing, we've been like me and her getting the bath together, um, and Christine sort of gives her a clean down and uh, from the outside, from outside the bath sort of leaning mm-hmm. over and what I've been doing I've been holding her and I've been doing this from six weeks old right by the way and I've not mentioned it before because it's been something I've, I've carried on doing ever since what I was doing was it was a bit of an experiment that's why I didn't mention it before I didn't actually know yeah, yeah. What, what I was saying to her from six seven eight weeks old uh I go through the same routine every time I say to her right Ollie uh, is Ollie ready to be dunked? Oh, shall we dunk Ollie? And what I do is I bob her in the water and I count. I go one, two, and then on the third, I make a really over-exaggerated, I clamp my eyes closed and I hold my breath. I go <gasps> really over-exaggerated. And what on the third, the one where I hold my breath, I get Christine behind her over the top of her head to, um, to ring a flannel out over her head so water all pours over her face. 
Right, okay. So the Did first... you do the face as well? Yeah, so I sort of crunch oh. my I crunch scrunch my face up and like and like uh, close my eyes and hold my breath. Yeah. And for the first few weeks, obviously, she just kind of coughed and spluttered and and blinked a lot as the water went in her eyes. But after about twelve weeks, so another sorry, after she was twelve weeks old, so about mm-hmm. four weeks, five weeks later, she she knows now when we do the routine. She clamps her eyes closed and holds her breath. Oh my god, she's learning things. Yeah, and that is so cool. And not only that, it's like I've tested. I thought maybe it's the dunking. Me actually bobbing her in the water. Sorry, not dunking. Me actually bobbing her. She's yeah. learned the bobbing, and that's why she's shutting her eyes. So I tried just bobbing her in the water without doing the routine. Nothing. But then when I said to her, when I said to her, right, Ollie, are we going to dunk Ollie? Is Ollie ready to be dunked? One, two. <gasps> and then that's it. She clamps her oh eyes closed. Oh, my God. So, well done. So like I'd, su- I'd suggest it's well worth just trying a little routine because then when obviously when the idea is then when I transfer her to a pool and I actually want to put her head under the water. She, can't, she already has some expectation. Yeah, and I'll do that routine. I'll say, is Ollie ready yeah, to go? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I'll, nice. actually, I'll actually drop her under the water at that point. As when, I know, when I'm confident that she's holding a breath, um, yeah. then I will physically just dunk her then. But uh, yeah, so that, I wanted to share that. I think it's well worth... Uh, yeah, well worth yeah, I like it. that. That's all well good, mate. Well done. So I'm going to hit you with a... Baby Best Buy. 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 I don't. I presume that you're using uh, at this stage with her being so small still. When she goes to sleep, are you putting a blanket over her still? Um. So it's, it's sort of like the Moses basket. Then it's ringed around there to make it a little bit smaller. Then she lies in that. She's got a little blanket, which I think we might have actually stolen from one of the hospitals that we've been at. Right. Um, just because it's quite, it's nice. It's a nice sort of insulated one. It's not. Um, it's practical, not decorative. Not pretty. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's the one that she would. I mean, you could swaddle her in that if you wanted, but we sort of don't. It just goes on her. And then there's the one, the blanket that goes on top of that, which is the one from the basket, and then. Uh, Barry sits on top of that, um, just sort of singing his little song. Yep, good, lovely picture you've painted there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, what I want to the, the baby Best Buy I want to bring to you is mm. again it's a it's non-specific, it's not a brand specific, but it's no no it's uh, a generalisation of sleeping bags. Okay. Oh, I so, see these things. Yeah, it's um, it is like a sleeping bag, but you you sort of put them in it almost, don't they? They almost wear it. Yeah, well, that's it. So the top half, for anyone that's not seen one, if you looked from the chest up, it would look like she's wearing a uh, an overinflated vest, basically. There's no, yeah, no sleeves on it. Like a mermaid outfit. Yeah, well, that's the whole picture would be more like a mermaid. Yeah, so the yeah. top, the chest up, it'd, like, it'd have shoulder straps and her arms mm. would be coming out like she's wearing a vest top. But then... Like you say, from the chest downwards, it's it just fans out and it's like wider. 
the whole thing's enclosed so it's it's effectively a sleep a sleeping bag like you would sleep in as an adult but with shoulder straps right hang on i've got this right four things combined make this are you ready i'll list the four things four things sleeping bag yep mermaid yep dungarees yep blanket nailed it (laughs) which the beautiful thing with him triple a star baby best buy (laughs) and we're out like like drop um yeah so i i wasn't i'd never heard of these things christine um bought a couple uh, early days and said look we have to use these um and they are they're a lot better than blankets so it's grown on me over the last four months which is why i've not three and a half months which is why i've not i've not brought it to you before because it was just a thing it wasn't really didn't really bother me um but they've grown on me and I've started appreciating the value a bit more. Um, okay. They're good because as Lily starts moving a bit more, there's always that thing of, um, you know, they might pull the blanket over the face. You know, you yeah, yeah. To, uh, you're supposed to use breathable blankets and you're supposed to make sure that her feet are touching the bottom of the, the basket or the cart or whatever to make sure she can't shuffle down and shuffle under the blanket and all that kind of thing. But with the um, sleeping bags, all that's not a concern because her arms are sticking through it. So if she goes up, the bag comes up. If she goes down, it goes down. Um, You can get different togs so you know exactly how much cover she's got. So say Mm -hmm. if our bedroom's at 18 degrees in the evening um, and she's got a vest on and a sleep suit, and then she's got a sleeping bag on top of that. We know that she should be in a, you know, whatever it is, 1.5 tog sleeping bag or, or whatever it might be. It's all the information is available online yeah. anyway, for that kind of thing. Um, because the, the tog rating system is, it is the weirdest thing on earth. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they should, why is it not just 1, 2, 3, 4 as opposed to like 1. 1.5, 6.5, 13.2, 300. Yeah. Make no, makes no sense. I'm not sure about 300. Is that for like Antarctic explorers or something? I'm going to give a give sleeping bags a solid B rating mm-hmm. because um, there's lots of different sleeping options out there. Everyone's going to try their own thing, and and what works for one might not work for another. Um, but I'd certainly I'd certainly get one and give it a go. Um, and just yeah, just see how see how Lily gets on, or or, or anyone else, because mm. I think and they're tidy as well. You know, it's just another piece of clothing rather than um, having blankets here, there, and everywhere. It's just we we unzip her in the morning. We put the we we hang the the sleeping bag over the cot, and it's just there for the next night. Then good, I like it. Um, solid B, yeah, solid B. Not essential, good. but. Well worth having a go. I do like the tidiness thing that you've said because, I mean, there are a lot of blankets. I mean, I'm looking at her thing now and, I mean, she's not even in it and there's there's the sort of ring bit that she sits in. There's the blanket that I mentioned from the hospital. There's the one that goes on top. There's a muslin here just in case she either does, like, a bit of spit or whatever. And then there's a big, nice, thick blanket next to it. Mm. Whereas this is just, like, 
Hey, no, I've, I've brought my, I've brought my coat. I've brought my sleep coat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well worth giving it a go, definitely. The only thing I found with her sleeping recently, uh, it's not, it's not so much asleep, and it's the bit when she's waking up. She's got a big, she's got a big bald patch on the back of her head. You know where she's been moving her head from left to right when she gets fidgety in the. Uh, in the morning or whatever, or in the middle of the night, if she gets hungry, she's rubbed yeah. all the hair off. But it's only yeah. about a, it's only about a, a circle of about probably about three inches in diameter, just like yeah. a circle on the back of her head. Lily's got a little one of those now, and um, Beck's friend Helen, their their little baby. Uh, well, she's not a little baby now. She's uh, she's like one and a half. But uh, Madison, she had one of those as well. I think that's a thing. I think, like, you know, yeah. like, the hair you have when you're a baby, that, that's coming out when you do that. When yeah, you, it's not, it's not good hair, is it, the first hair? And I think that it's, like you say, that it does fall out. And obviously, they're spending all the time on the back, aren't they? So pretty much. Yeah. Although, saying that, we've started getting a few, we're getting a few sideways rolls now. She's, um, she's trying to work her way over onto her belly. Yeah, she is. You sent me that video the other day of I played on the, um... do you call that a mobile? Um, what do you call uh, that? There's, no, you lie like, on the back, and there's toys sort of hanging from a thing over your head. What do you call yeah. that? I mean, what you've just described is a mobile, but that'd be. Oh for, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. But for people, a mobile obviously is more over the musical thing that spins round yes. above the bed. Um, this is more like an activity centre thing. So the line on a the mat, there's like an archway. Yeah, running over the top of them, and it's got various toys dangling from it that they can reach up and play with um yeah she uh, she was loving that mm. yeah she, well that that's the thing now as well which she's only just the last couple of weeks well no sorry the last couple of days maybe maybe a week she's stuck the dexterity's noticeably improved in like her fingers and stuff whereas yeah before she was just swinging at these things and just like kind of whacking them kind of palming them she's mm. actually reaching up and grabbing now and even to the point where she's got like one of the dangly things was like uh, it was like a ring with a couple of uh, like like symbols on there. They were made of plastic, but they looked like a, they looked like symbols. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. And she was holding onto the ring with one hand and moving the symbols around the ring with the other hand, which which was quite amazing yeah. actually because it's just that that next step of dexterity where I'm going to move that purposefully rather than I'm just going to swing my arm and see what happens right well I'll uh, we'll leave it there Beck's just walked in the room Beck say hi to Greg say it louder so that we can hear you hi hi <laughs> Okay. Uh, do you want to say bye to Greg as well? Bye, Greg. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So cool. um, um, I'll speak to you next week. Yeah. And what? if anyone does want to get in touch with us, uh, just a quick reminder: they can get us on Twitter at Two Men Podcast, and that's the word Two Men Podcast. Feel free to drop us a tweet. Um, let us know what's happening in your lives, and if you want to tell us about anything we've talked about, um, we'd love to hear from you. Or as my dad would say, get us on the bubble.
Grab us on the bubble. We're always there, 24 <laughs> 7. All right, mate. Right, I'll speak to you next time. Great. Talk to All you right. soon. Try, mate. Bye bye. Bye.